last week on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we discussed Season 3, Episode 4 of The Crown. In that episode, Phil decided to have a documentary crew follow the family around uh, to make the public love them again and make them you know, seem normal. Didn't go too hot. People didn't like it. But luckily, Prince Phil's mother happened to be around, and she spoke to the journalists, and hey, everyone loved her. She's a hit. And, you know, she's still hanging around uh, at home, and we'll see how that all goes this week on The Crown. I got the horses in the bag. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse. Ha, you can whip your horse. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody feel me nothing. And we're back, back again. We are here. We are doing this. Yeah. And for those in in America, we're doing this on Wednesday night. Wednesday, the what? The fourth. That's correct. Yeah. So we don't know who the next president is yet. We we're not certain. No. Not even close. So. No. The and, tension you know, is high over in the states. And I thought, you know, okay, well, I can focus on the crown. It can be a reprieve from the politics, you know, that dominates our day-to-day life, you know, recently. And we get one of the most political episodes of the crown yet. It's called <laughs> coup, baby. It's about, it, it is political as heck. It cannot be more ill-timed in terms of just stress relief and, and just, you know, not worrying about the politics or anything. <laughs> no, it's, it's just straight up, straight up politics. Playing the silly game. That's, I mean, as they do. But, I mean, at least we got a, a charismatic man to be this leader. Yeah, and we'll get into that. But before we do, Dave, is there anything you need to share or want to share from the world of the Crown or, or Downton Abbey? I feel like, am I missing something? I, I know um, you sent me an article about Jingle Jangle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well... We'll cover it. We'll talk about Jingle Jangle when it happens. It was just, you know, Ricky Martin going on about how long in the making this movie has been with Hugh Bonneville. <laughs> Hugh Bonneville, Ricky Martin, Forrest Whitaker, and a robot. <laughs> and, and Keegan-Michael Key. Can't forget and him. Ke- right, exactly. Um, anyways, we, well, we, we someone who was just in the background of the of the crown, uh, of the, the smog episode tweeted us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Us. That's right. How could I forget? Yeah, I was too busy worrying about the our our government. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, I this was in reference to the the tweet from when we released that episode. So that was February months <laughs> ago. Yeah. So that was. Let me see. Hold on. I'm I'm pulling up the actress actor actress's name is Samantha Baines. Mm-hmm. And this was indeed from Valentine's Day because our tweet was, "Is that love in the air this Valentine's Day?" No. It's a smog, a toxic smog. Find out how the Lords of Grantham feel about this drama-filled up of the crown with an image of Churchill's assistant and her friend navigating through the smog. And Samantha Baines plays the Who friend. Who plays the friend, yeah. And it's funny because we don't tag anyone in that post. They're, they're, I don't even know how she exactly found <laughs> that post to see her, her image. I don't know. All right. I wonder if she listened to the episode. Samantha, if you're listening, tweet us up again. Well, she said, lovely yeah. pick of me, and I responded, given the weather at the time it was taken, we can forgive the lack of a smile. Because it's all foggy then, yeah. S- smoggy, not just fog. Smoggy. That's that's correct. Um, maybe she reverse image searched or something like that, just p- pulled pictures from the episode and just Google searched. That's what that I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, all is quiet on the down crown front for the most part. Yeah, I, I mean, just more more slow news leaking about this season that's coming out soon, right? Season four comes out soon. The fifteenth. I mean, we're not gonna we're not even gonna be close to it, but no, maybe Is people catching up. It, it, it's a yeah, it's like next week or so. So, anyways, yeah, if you're catching up on the crown, well, we're glad to be here to help shepherd you back into it. Uh, but well, I mean, on that note, why don't we just get into the episode? Yeah, <laughs> right. Who? Coup. Uh, well, it's 1967. Mm-hmm. The debt is the worst it's ever been on record for Great Britain. So all that good that uh, 
Mar- uh, Margaret. Yeah, Princess Margaret did. For nothing, I guess. Well, well yeah, I mean, you can't stop, uh, you know, just a debt that's going to keep climbing, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, as the crown is to do, we get all this news from a newsroom where they're going to report on this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Their yep, favorite yep. narrative device. <laughs> But and at least uh, we have this red shirt in this episode gets some characterization as the episode goes. Yeah. So it's it's the owner of the newspaper. Uh, it's Cecil King. Which, uh, yeah. What newspaper is it? I, for, I didn't write down exactly what newspaper it was, but I think it was like the corporation okay. or something like that. It was... Right. That sounds about right. But yeah, they're, they're putting together these papers that say thumbs down on Wilson. They are not fans of... Him presiding over this debt that's accumulating. Mm-hmm. So what what is Wilson's proposal to fix this debt, Dave? Devalues the pound. Well, I mean, before that. Uh, wh- What is it? What Am I missing something? Well, they need to make some defense cuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Oh, <laughs> the, in, big, in the big thing. The point of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're making cuts left and right. Mm-hmm. And so with defense cuts, uh, he knows that the current uh, person who looks over the, the military, Lord Mountain Bat- uh, Batten, won't make them. So he's got to he's got to relieve him of his duty. Yeah. Says up top, you know, thanks. For, thank you for your service. Good luck in your future endeavors. Bye bye. <laughs> we'll see you That's when we it. see you. I mean, and to, you know, Lord Mountain Batten, he's uh, he's not too pleased with this news, as I'm sure anyone who's being similarly fired would feel. Oh yeah. Uh, he still feels like he has a lot to offer. That's one thing that these Royals feel like they, ha- they have so much more to offer the world. Not to say that they don't mm-hmm. have experience, especially Lord Mountbatten, uncle Dickie yeah. over here. But mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, dude. I, 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 let's talk about it. it. It's Tywin Lannister's Lord Mountain. Mount Charles Batten. dance, baby dance, dance. <laughs> yeah. He's dancing. All right. Uh, he looks so much older than the last time we saw Mountbatten. <laughs> I, I, I had to look up how old the actor was who played the previous version of him. He was He's in his mid-50s. So they jumped about 20 years in, in actor age, <laughs> even though the, the crown has moved up about five years in time. Because he had dark hair, if I recall correctly, from last season. Well, look, Charles Dance is so good. Oh, he's great. I mean, he, he's got so much charisma <laughs> with the way he can curl, curl words together, you know, and... He just emanates evil, I think, in a lot of ways. I feel like he would have been, uh, if he was not already in the Game of Thrones world, he's like a perfect Star Wars villain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could definitely import him over. Um, but, yeah, he's a, he's a hard-nosed perf- person. He just kind of almost laughs when, when Wilson suggests it. He's like, are you, are you serious, bro? <laughs> yeah, dude, it is serious. Um, so... Yeah, you know they try they try to give the spin to him, telling him you know it'll be easy. There's all kinds of projects you can do, Mountbatten. You know he gets a he, he gets a farewell cake, a very limp farewell cake. Yeah, it looks and, like a grocery store. Maybe it's that grocery <laughs> store that uh, Wilson gave the little speech at. Yeah, he was just picking up the cake along the way. Is he humiliated by getting his portrait taken off the wall? Even uh, you see and him they drinking sing- in the tub, drinking whiskey in the tub. <laughs> As you do after you get fired. I've been there. Uh, and then, you know, they sang Old Lang Syne to, to see him out, even though it's not a new year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, as you were alluding to, Dave, what, what is Wilson's alternative tactic to get things in order? Devalue the pound by 14%. Yeah. And how does Elizabeth react to this news? I mean, nobody's really thrilled about it, right? No, nobody's in. No, she's not thrilled about it, but she's not really even paying attention. She's staring at a portrait of a horse the entire time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's she's hor- she's horsing <laughs> around this whole episode. Oh, if Charles dances, dancing, she's definitely horsing. That's what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wilson is pretty much cutting to the chase. Like, there isn't much we can do aside from you know curbing our spending a little bit and valuing the pound to get out of this debt that we're in. It, it's just it's too much. Like they inherited it. And that's a challenge for some of these governments is when they come into this debt, how do you fix it <laughs> when you didn't even cause it? Mm-hmm. So we got we got two tracks following this conversation. Which one do you want to follow first, Dave? I mean, 
which one adventure. is more i feel like let's uh let's 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 keep dancing we're already dancing a little bit yeah right and he's telling a world war ii story uh to a you know a listening uh military crowd and uh he's kind of talking about how you know, there's all these stories of the past generation and how great they were. And Their he's past glories, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what of this new generation? You know, irrelevance, you know, that they, they're devaluing the pound, this generation, which is kind of funny to say, like, is this generation devaluing the pound? I mean, is yeah, Wilson, Wilson younger is than definitely, you? <laughs> Wilson's peers with Charles Dance. Right. Um, he's clearly just not happy with the state of things. Uh, so he, he starts saying some saying that, resounds with the soldiers he's, he's reciting something that results in them all saying come you back come you back I don't, I don't know what it all means uh no ten commandments by the old mountain people looking at the sea on the n- road to manderley i on the road to manderley on the road to manderley i don't they, they know what any of the speeches they they all dance to manderley uh but he's uh he's approached by someone after that 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 speech that you know Really, what that speech does is sets the table like, okay, Mountain Batten, he has a, a good hold on, on people's ears. He can really get them to listen, and he has the support of the military. Yeah, and he has the respect of his peers, most exactly. Importantly. I mean, he's he's fought for years. He, 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 I think he was the longest-serving you know general of his type at that time, so I get it. He's got sway. Yeah. So this guy named King approaches him. Yeah, this is the same potential... We thought he was a red shirt, but no, he's got a business card with a name. Yeah, he's putting together a team, he says. Yeah. Uh, and he needs someone with a certain set of skills <laughs> that Mount Ben happens to have. He says, come to my bank. Come yeah, for lunch. Let's, let's get lunch. The, the best way to, to you know hash out plans, over lunch. Don't do it over breakfast. It's too early in the morning. Don't do it over dinner. Dinner's too formal. Too formal. Coffee is too too short of a time expectancy. Lunch is an hour. And, and for what he's proposing here, you, you want a lunch, not not drinking. Yeah. Drinking gets a little too sideways. So if anyone ever wants to construct a heist team, take that advice. Yeah, and if you're asking us to be a part of it, no breakfast, no dinner, no coffee, no, no <laughs> after-dinner drinks. Maybe ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be willing to discuss heist plans over, over ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? But lunch is definitely the time to do it. Lunch is the best time. Yeah. You take the rest of the day to think about it, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're working on a proposal, and he tells them, I think your leadership days aren't over yet. Oh, really? And Charles yeah. Dance is like, huh? <laughs> I'm kind of old, <laughs> but you do have a lot left to give. I do. I do. And he just toe taps his way out of the scene. So, uh, yeah. So we find out King's plan, you know, this newspaper man and banker. Yep. We find out what his his plan is. What is their plan, Dave? He wants to to oust Wilson. He wants a coup. Yeah. Remove the prime minister with a new emergency government. He wants a vote of no confidence. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, there's only but one way that we can get away with this, Lord Mountbatten. It's with you, bro. <laughs> and you need a special sort of connection, a special relationship. We need the crown. That too, because of the, the familial bond there. And he, he says, let me think it over for a couple of days. You guys are kind of crazy. Coming in a little hot. Coming in a little hot. Okay, let, let like me your energy. Let, let me just think about it. And he goes to think and think and think. He and Wilson even he, Wilson even catches wind of this too. He, he I think he says like bankers cannot be allowed to run the show because because really what they're threatening to do, to do is withhold funding uh, from their international support and then also mm-hmm. at the bank. So essentially cutting funding to to the government. That that's part of the threat I think they're facing. Um, I think they even say at one point it's an effective declaration of war. Uh, Matt Batten, he, you know, he, he uh, says it's all interesting, but yeah, meet again in 48 hours. He, he, and so during those 48 hours, he's looking at old footage and he's, you know, he, he's, he's taking notes. He's doing his due diligence on what it will take 
to stage an effective coup. So now when you approach someone about making a heist plan or, or overtaking something, you do it at lunch. Now, Dave, what are the steps for staging an effective coup? You have to talk to your, your person, I guess, right? Yep. Talk to each other. Then you got to go find the queen. Well, th- that's Watch the last your step. film. Yeah, they need to discuss, discuss, yeah, discuss how many men are needed for all this to, to happen. Oh, yeah, there's like a montage of them with like papers rolled out. It is very Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, he runs through like five things that they need uh, to, to make it happen. I didn't catch all of them, but, uh, you know, all successful insurgencies, he does note, need the loyalty of the military, which I happen to have conveniently. He's like, dancing, it's going to become an emergency dancing. state. The police are going to have to be on my side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would need to secure Parliament, Whitehall, and more. But you can do all these steps to to become a normal organization and, and be out there and everything. But as you've been saying, Dave, legitimacy is the fifth element to recognize it as something that mm-hmm. can be run. And without that, governments drown. Uh, you know, over, overall, so they they need. Elizabeth. Otherwise, they don't stand a chance. That that's really where he draws the line in the sands. He says, "I got to go to family." Mm-hmm. And and he, and he outlines too that the reason why we need the crown is not only because they can give them legitimacy and recognize them as such. It's just that the crown has unique constitutional powers to dismiss, uh, you know, certain things. Uh, they can declare a state of emergency on poverty and appoint names of government, swear allegiance. Uh, you know, you know. They could, she can swear allegiance to the parliament and they, you know, he calls her essentially she is Caesar. They're, they're Caesar. Yeah. And he's her second, her second cousin. So they're in an ideal position to ask. Indeed. Indeed. I really wish they'd spent more time though, assembling an actual crew to see who's sitting all down there. Well, I mean, it'd be kind of limp if they did, right? <laughs> I mean, it'd be dope. It would get like, um, Tommy, get Tommy in there. Get Tommy style in there. Just fictionalize it. Just put all the people we he, like. Oh yeah, get uh, Anthony Eden in there. He he wants another stab of power. He might be. He, I just have him in there, just dosing up, and <laughs> just sitting at the table. <laughs> yeah, like a like like Palpatine in the new Star Wars. Like he's hanging by all the the IVs in him of his right. Because every heist needs a, a back you know backdoor dealer or whatever. So that that would be him. You know, he gets no, the list stuff Mac in there for sure. Absolutely. And, and Tommy is the mastermind. I think he would be the guy who gets it together. And you have. And uh, Sir Dicky Mountainbatten as like you know, stage. He's, he's the front Clooney. force. Yeah, he's Clooney. Uh, I guess Tommy would be Pitt, and then uh, uh, as you said Bernie Bernie Mac is Anthony. <laughs> and uh, Central King can be um, Elliot Gould. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then why don't, why don't we just bring McMillan in there? McMillan in there is uh. He's uh, he's Matt Del- uh, Matt Damon. Okay. He's who, he's he's a bit of the loser of the bunch. Yeah. And Carl Reiner just can is that that can be Churchill's a ghost. Sure. Yeah. And, and Churchill and didn't would, like Wilson, so. Mm-hmm. And who and who would be Julie Roberts? Uh, the Queen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Getting her brings it all together. <laughs> so with that crew assembled, <laughs> nothing stopping them then. So, do we want to just keep with the storyline or go hop to the other one? Let's just keep going with this because, I mean, it's not like a huge plot divergence. It's just a plot device to get Elizabeth back to England. So, he goes to uh, hatch his plan with Elizabeth and he tells her he feels like he's walking into a trap. Yeah. She's not not thrilled about it. Why would she be? (laughs) Yeah, she, I mean, we feel. I feel like um, Elizabeth and Wilson have a good rapport. I feel like it's the best rapport mm-hmm. since Churchill. For sure, there's a mutual respect for each other. There's no contempt or anything. Yeah, it's very business forward and not much else, which is fine. Yeah, she pretty much tells him she's protecting constitution and democracy, and if they want power, you just gotta wait to vote in and vote out again. You know, if people decide to vote out Wilson, you just gotta wait. Wait in line. Yeah, just Back like there's a the pandemic, line. you got to vote early, wear your mask. <laughs> you got to do all oh, these no, things. That's just you know? America today. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> um, so, but she understands where he's coming from. She, she pretty much lets him down easy saying, you know, 
I understand that it's hard to find things to do now because you're pretty much done with your career. Uh, and ask, you know, maybe he could be a good, you know, father figure to her husband, maybe, or uncle well, I mean, guy. She says, like, you him. already have, like, your jobs. You've, you've, you have yeah. more. She basically gives him a pep talk saying, you're not useless. Mm-hmm. She's like, by the way, your sister's staying in this house. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go see your sister? Huh. Twin sister. Um, so, yeah, he, what does he go to do, Dave? He, he takes a walk around uh, Buckingham Palace, takes a stroll. See, he goes to hang with he his dances around. He, he dances around Buckingham Palace, actually. He's two-stepping around. And then, yeah, he goes to see his sister. Did you notice how he knocks on the door? He he does, like, such a good, like... He's Charles Dance, man. I feel like everything he, <laughs> he knows how to knock. Emphasized. Yeah. They taught him that in, like, British acting camp. How to knock on a door? Oh, knock yeah. three times? With that... He really puts his middle finger knuckle into it, you know, or like um, bone. So, anyways, study that if you want to know how to knock on doors, people. <laughs> yeah. So the sister, you know, he breaks down what's been going on, and she's like, "Dude, we're old. <laughs> I'm about to die. I'm, like, I'm about to check right out. Now. Light my cigarette. Legit. I'm done. No more episodes after this episode. <laughs> I'll see you oh, later. I didn't check that." <laughs> I may actually be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. But I may actually be wrong. Uh, but like, you know, our family's got issues with with being insecure in power positions. Yeah, she says they're mongrels to people. They're part German and part Greek, which to me doesn't sound like a mongrel. It sounds European. Um, hey, Europe is a different different breed of mean. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, but he's like trying to tell her. You know, to see the country like the way it is in Britain, because he calls Britain home, no matter where they're from, that is home to him. It breaks his heart to see it like it is. Mm-hmm. To which she succinctly says, who cares? <laughs> you know, it's not our problem anymore, man. Our time has passed. We're old. He's like, you're not going to change anything, dance. Lord yeah. Mountbatten. And he's just kind of like, you know what? You're right. I'm old. You're old. Let's let it ride. Let's let, let it let, Let's let the rest of Ocean's 10 just... Fizzle away. Yeah. And then that, signing on that's for pretty much it, season. right? Basically, kind of a limp end for, I, for poor Mountbatten. It's not the end for him, bro. Oh, <laughs> there, know, there's a lot more not, coming. I know, I know it's not the end for him. Oh, do you, have you read the end for him? Oh, I Googled Charles Dance, The Crown. I, I found a little more than I want to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It gets it gets gnarly. Um, so anyways, though... Uh, chalk this up to just not maybe paying attention or, or just being bad at watching the show. I never made the connection that Dickie was related to Phil this entire time or, or maybe we did or, and I forgot. So when they said like, why don't go, you go see your sister? I was like, what do you mean his sister? Wait, she's his sister. I I mean, it's been so long since we've seen him. I knew he was like a guy and I, I knew mm-hmm. he was related to Phil, but I didn't know it was that direct. I thought he's just like, there's so many of these lords and ladies that I'm just like, it's somebody in the ether of the inner circle. I don't know exactly yeah. who it is. Yeah, it's among them. But uh, Nice clarification. Yeah. I'm glad we got it at some point. Yeah, it threw me a little sideways for, for that. So, Anyways, Elizabeth. Time Holses. to go to the stable. Yeah, let's go to the stable. Um, she's on a train somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh what we're really what she's doing, she's going to check on her holes. Yep. What's How's the horse's horse name? Um Horsey? No. <laughs> it, it's got like a, a pretty simple horse name. It's not some kind of punny American horse name. I forget. Mm-hmm. But number nine. The queen uh it's not great though. No. No, it's not doing too hot. It's not. It's it's slightly injured, I think, or it's recovering from an injury because they, they watch a race and it just isn't racing around as much. Yeah, and it, it it's out there and and you know the queen's like, look, we gotta we gotta. This is my passion project, horses. Mm-hmm. Let me get some. Let me get some real horses. We gotta go look at these techniques around the world. And who does she yeah, call upon? Just- who she call upon to go with her? Well, I mean, they successfully tell her, yeah, yeah, let's travel around the world for a moment. And she's like, you know what? Let's do it. So let's take a long Porchy. weekend. Porchy is the one who's called in. And this may be, again, chalk it up to me not paying close attention. I didn't realize until midway through, like, that guy is Porchy. I was just expecting to see the same actor show up for some reason. No, I mean, I, I knew. I mean, it, I, it's horses is Porchy. 
it's just so hard to keep up with the show with the different actors. Like, I, I okay, I get that Elizabeth card. and Phil. Exactly. Or, like or Am- again, like Amazon the soap operas do. X-ray. Yeah, X-ray on Amazon. You can see like, oh, Carl Urban is this guy. Or just do soap operas. This role is now played by Charles Dance. Winks at camera. Great. I'm in. I know who this is. <laughs> yeah, a lot of assuming going on watching The Crown. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, she's um, she's looking at potential potential horses to have and stuff, and they she's in a French village as part of her world tour mm-hmm. with uh, Porchy Herman, and uh, Porchy's like, you know, if you really want to check things out and see what's really going down, America is where you got to go. Got to go to Kentucky. Down there with the bourbon for lows. <laughs> they got to get that that with that Jack Daniels. That that whiskey. Um, so the queen's like, you know what? Let's go. Yeah. Why don't we go to America? Uh, so. So I think off they go. I, I, by the way, Dave, I think the name of the horse was Winston. Winston. Yeah. Or maybe it's no, I think it was Winston. Yeah. Well, that's an appropriate way to pay homage to Churchill. Name a racehorse after him. Yeah, a strong steed. Uh, so yeah, they're off to America, and it does not look for a second like they actually ever stepped foot in America to film <laughs> this Yeah, episode. they went to like a pasture on a sunny day and like, well, this was Kentucky. <laughs> it wasn't even sunny. It was gray in this episode. It's like, that doesn't look like, why America's they never like that gray in Kentucky. for an extra week on the set. They're like, let, let the grass get a little tall around here. Oh, yeah, and then the, the, the American they have in the episode is like, we got horses for you here. I, I can't tell you that much. You come around back, we'll show you a horse too. It's like, and they had that, a, okay, they had a, the first black guy on the crown opening the door of the car. Well, I mean, the first black guy in this. Oh, scene. was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Well, welcome to America. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that we are racist too. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she's in America. Um, and more, more just sort of like horse talk. But then we yeah. get a, a little luncheon where a very well, British lunch. Well, they're showing her before? like they're showing her health management of the of these horses and stuff, you know, and, and just how to manage pastures, uh, pastures and stuff. Like the, we have techniques here in America that are just foreign to them in terms of managing this, this horses. This very Lady Mary in the later half of Downton Abbey, like yeah, that's some the other ownership thing. over this sort of um, mundane thing. I feel like Downton is more advanced with the way they treat horses compared to how they show Elizabeth here being in the dark about horses. <laughs> Well, it seems like their their um, their horseman is not great. I mean, it sounds like the royal family got horsed around a little bit yes, by it, by their stablemate. It's like their dad, their uh, King George's whatever stable boy mm-hmm. is is the stable boy. Well, he's the old guard, but they, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they they, they pay, paying respect to him. It's like the farm on Downton, you know, like you just got to get rid mm-hmm. of him, get it cut cut bait. Yeah. So she, yeah, as you said, Dave, she's having lunch with Porchy, and she's like, "Man, if I could just hang with horses all day." Well, th- th- that's not the conversation she has there. What, what she says is like, "We need a new manager." Porchy, what are you up to? What are you doing? I have a job and a career. What if you been to be a stable manager? I got a wife and kids. What Come if on, you want to be, be my stable be manager? My horse man. I got mo- I got kids. No. <laughs> You're going to watch after my horses. Give up your family. Give like, up I'm your career. Queen. I'm, 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 I'm your best guy. friend. You think you have friends? You don't have any friends, Porchy. I'm your only friend. That's Elizabeth to Porchy fall, right there. Fall in line. Yeah, fall in fall line. And pray. And, 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 yeah, exactly. She, I mean, she does really make the reason. He knows the family inside out. He's he's an ambitious guy. Well, he, no, he says he's ambitious. Like, I, I you know. But sometimes you just got to settle for the pasture a, a lot that's been given to you, you know? He's like, you should see my family's house. It's called Highclere Castle. <laughs> it's pretty nice. We've got some great <laughs> botanicals growing. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the conversation there, he's she's kind of won him over, and he's like, well, if we're going to gain the edge, I guess I need to learn here in America and just, you know, stick around and learn a thing or two. Yeah, and then we see um, the phone call where where Elizabeth gets the the – well, no, no, you're jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. They, yeah, because they get now they have they go to dinner, so they're having lunch. Oh, okay. So now they're having steak they, for dinner. They started planning their heist. 
Yeah, they start playing their heist of, of the whole stable uh, and getting rid of the empty stable boys. Jelly jars, like you're giving the queen a three quarters of the way empty jelly jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Also, there's a moment too where she prepares a, a sandwich for Porch. She hands it to him, and as he grabs it, like a chunk of it falls out. And they look at each other, and he just continues to eat it. And it's like, this guy's a loser. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a dud. Yeah, they don't make any... Aside from knowing a lot about horses, there's no reason that Elizabeth should ever fancy him or be with him. She's got a stud in Phil in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. That, that Stud in more ways than one. That, that is a stable stable man. So, yeah, she's staring at her steak, it's a, and she says it's been one of her most enjoyable days, but also her most depressing she just wants the horses. She just wants That's to what be she a finds. Horse. She wants to be an actual horse, a horse woman. She doesn't. She wants to animorph her way into being a horse. Yeah, it, you know, it's not enough to uh, just hang out with horses, ride the horses, and hang out with them in the stable. She wants to be in the stable as a horse, with a tail and a mane and everything. Mm-hmm. And Porchy understands. He's like, I get it. I too want to be a horse. <laughs> Let's be horses and run away together. Let's run in the fields. Let's graze. And then they're eating grass once he... <laughs> they successfully transformed into horses. <laughs> yeah. Um, reminds me of the, that one movie, uh, Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening here. Equisapiens. Um, yeah, they're Equisapiens. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, um, so, but she, she says pretty declaratively, this is what she feels she was born to do, which is to be a horse trainer and, and riding horses and all that. And she kind of throws her uncle under the bus. She's like, I was, this could have, this would have been my life if it wasn't for my uncle not wanting his responsibility. If it wasn't for my uncle being a Nazi, I would not be here. <laughs> uh, but I mean, she says like, um, th- yeah, this is how she likes to spend all her time. And she feels like she got a glimpse of what life might've been the unlived life, how much happier she might've been. Which is really weird thinking that the happiest day of her life is like looking at horses with Porchy when she's got like four kids. Mm-hmm. She's the queen. Yeah. I mean, and it's what real. What are your priorities, Liz? And, and, and Porchy senses it. Like, this is her being very revealing. She tells him, don't repeat this to anyone and stuff. And he feels that deep connection that you feel sometimes with someone that, that comes, you know, pretty rare sometimes. And he's clutching at his napkin and it's he's about to say something until. Martin Terrace bursts in the room with a phone call. We need you. And she's like, no, wait. And then that's actually when she talks to, to Dickie about how, how she feels. And then Martin barges in again, and then she's like, okay, I have to go do my job. And she says, drink up, Porchy. We're going home. So, yeah, he he takes a couple couple two or three sli- sli- uh, sips of wine, and when she comes back, you know, he, he stands up. He's about to say something, and she's like, no, nah, nah, got to go. And Porchy's like, man, <laughs> missed my window again. I feel like, I feel like uh, our our buddy Mike got his family like came at the crown for being mm-hmm. badly representing them. Yeah, Porchy's family. I mean the the Carnarvons. I feel like they should be coming for the crown because they make it like Porchy is like a dud man. Yeah, he's like a sad sack who's just hung up on on Queen Elizabeth the whole time. But he's got a family. Like I feel like he's gotta be a decent enough dude like i don't think he's morally questionable yeah in real I mean, life I, i'd hope they'd understand that yeah it's just drama for a tv show just some soaps for the for the for the tub we've got to hit up high clear castle gin and say like hey what do they think about the treatment of porchy yeah because it's pretty poor it's pretty poor for porchy so yeah he's drinking up they're going home enough with the horsing the horsing around's over either way he's got a new position to to get ready for yep so go. we see a, yeah. So when we when when all is resolved, we get to see a, a bit of a scene stealer appear. Prince Phil's just walking around. We haven't seen a, him the whole a wild episode. Wild Philip appears. Yeah. And he's surprised to see her. <laughs> like he didn't not, even know where she was. Not only surprised, but I I feel like I'm kind of on Phil's side here. He's like, oh you. She's yeah. Like, What's up? And he's like, and he you says you were going to sp- be gone a week. You were gone a month. Yeah. Now, Dave, did you have the same reaction of what about her kids, her still yeah. growing kids who are only a few years old? When does she ever actually mother them? Does she? Is this something we're just ignorant about with the crown? Was it expected for her just to not be around for her it kids like for a month? If someone said to one of us, like, hey, put everything down. I got a real good opportunity for the podcast to really move you guys forward. 
like, all right, we'll see you next weekend. And then a month passes. We're like, oh, by the way. Yeah, we, we were just gone. Us. Yeah, we were just gone away for a month to pursue our hobbies. <laughs> That's literally all she was gone for was to pursue a hobby. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, mean it, sure. Prince Phil is like, what, Porchy? What's it? You want to tell me about that? Yeah. You got something yeah, to say yeah. about that? Because you were with him for a month. <laughs> uh, and she said it was fun. And she kind of just, just, just dismisses it as work. She, she tries to make it seem like it was nothing. Oh, and then, then Phil just lays the Mac down. He's like, okay, there's something off here. You know, she's dismissing, nah. He, he goes in. He goes in for for a deep, deep kiss. Mm-hmm. Stops short of going going full, you know, French and everything, you know. He just lets her know what's up. And then he's like, I'm going to bed. You going to keep working? Yeah. And also, he like, said. No, no. Yeah. He said he heard about the coup. Must be getting old, huh? <laughs> I'll be up in a minute. Oh, he's will sm- you? He's smooth. Yeah. And I, I didn't she- think I didn't think this current Phil could pull out that kind of uh, suave suaveness. Yeah, he, I know. I, he comes in and suaves it up, and then he walks away. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I heard like boys and men playing in the background at the end of the episode. <laughs> I'll make love to you. He he's beaming at the camera as he walks away because he, he like, knows winks. he's going to see her in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to make love to her. Uh, and that's the episode. That's how this episode wraps up. to some uh, boys to men. <laughs> yeah. They're just sitting in the room as they're doing it. Uh, it's a it's a bit of a turn from, you know, uh, the episode that's kind of like heavy and political to like, ah, this is a, this is a nice levity to everything. Yeah. Like the, it, it's all kind of inconsequential to the queen. I mean, I guess we kind of see how much she goes through. Like, what is a coup to the Queen Elizabeth at this point? Just another day in the office. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Wilson stays in. He's embattled, but that that's the end of that coup plot. Yeah. So, good episode? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, it was a fun the, episode. Horror, the horror stuff was silly, but Charles Dance is, like, awesome. Oh, I, 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 I like the horror. I like the horse stuff. I, I can see her <laughs> hanging on horses all the time. I, I like it when Elizabeth just isn't caught up in the same day to day. Yeah, and the drama's, give, like, Give me more of Kentucky. And give, we, give me some of those horses. Oh yeah, and and treat the characters that are not involved in the A plot or the B plot like Philip in this episode. Have them come in and 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 drop some insight and some some knowledge and then leave. You know, like yeah. you don't need to to not have these characters in the episodes at all to have them do something important. Sure. So, yeah, no, good good episode. Good introduction, to Charles Dance and everything. Good. Uh. You want the facts, Dave? Do you want the truth? Um, yeah, give me the truth. What What do you think is fake in this episode? I bet the timeline is fake. You are correct. Lord Mountainbatten, Lord Mountainbatten, uh, retired from his post two years prior to this episode taking place in 1965. Okay, so was he really tried to brought back in for this coup? Is that true? Yeah, so the, um, King publicly denied plans of a coup, but did acknowledge there were discussions with Dickey about a new administration. And there were plans that were actively made. Like, there was a whole listing of people that they had chosen to help support this whole initiative and everything, um, and what potential shape it would take. Uh, and Dickey did talk to the Queen about it, but it wasn't so much as a proposal as, Hey, these guys are talking to me about this thing. I don't know. What do you think? And she was just like, "Come on, don't be stupid." <laughs> it wasn't so much Fall like he was line. like, Let, "Let's go in," but I mean, he was deep in conversations with them. So there's some truth of it. And also, Elizabeth did not start visiting Kentucky stud farms until the '80s. Oh, that's a big change. I mean, things slowed down down in Kentucky, so you know, time time's all relative. If you ever go visit there. You never, so never do we leave. know when Portugal got his job? Is that the eighties or is? I didn't. I didn't look into that. I don't want to spoil. You don't really care. Well, I don't want to spoil myself and whatever happens or becomes a Porchy. So you know, we'll get the get there when we get there. He might combust in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He just find his shoes in a pile of, of blood. <laughs> he drank too much it's bourbon Porchy. down there. <laughs> he drank too much to dust. <laughs> He's drank too much bourbon in Kentucky, and it just shocked his system. Poor guy. But uh. Yeah. Well, Kentucky. We got power rankings, right? Yep. Going down, number three. I got mm-hmm. Cecil, Cecil King. Okay. Thanks for showing up. They gave you a name. 
They gave you a nice purpose. And that's it. That's, that's it. all. That's all. That's it. That's all. Yeah. You failed. Well, well, I got the pound at number three. It's down 14%. That's that's pretty significant from where they've been. It, it was valued at about 2.8 uh, per pound. Now it's not. So pound, you're going down. That's true. You know? <laughs> well, at number two, we didn't spend too much time talking about him, but he's been... He's been on the show before as that that horse man, the original horse man. Which horse man? The Queen's horse man that 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 oh her father brought in. He gets pretty unceremoni unceremoniously booted from his job. I mean, the horse he's not keeping up with the horses. What are you, what are you going to do? You got one job: watch the horses. But he's not doing a terrible job. He's just not up to date. He gets fired from overseas, effectively. <laughs> it's true. Imagine coming back with that news for him. It's like, oh, and this nerd that hangs out here in Porchy, he's got your job. You know the he fancies man, you. The old man would lay out Porchy. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's probably like, you know he fancies you, Elizabeth. <laughs> you know he's fond of you. Get him out of here. Yeah, well, he, number two for the horse, man. Thank you for your service. Yeah, well, number two, I got Wilson. People are just down on him yeah, to the point where they want to throw a coup and everything, so... Things are not going too hot with his with his administration. Uh, I mean, he even tells Elizabeth, you know, if you were to support some other, you know, alternative to what we're going to do, I may have to become a little bit more conservative than you like me to be. Then I, you know, stood away he, from he this flexes. entire time. Yeah, he flexes a little bit. He's in a he's in a tough spot. His back is against the wall. Yeah. Well, no, number one, it's the dance. Yeah. He, he ain't mounting anything. He he's at the bottom. He gets uh, he gets uh, sent home from job one. Mm-hmm. They say, look, you did a good job. Go hang. Just be you. And then Applies they say, for job two. Get, get get another job. All you got to yep. do is get a letter of referral from your your daughter in law or niece in law. Mm-hmm. And then we got the job, and he doesn't get it. Yeah. And he got to go talk to his dying sister, who he hasn't seen in a while. And just catch up. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming. Good casting. Great to have you here, Charles. Dance. Look for, look forward to seeing more of you. Indeed. You don't hire Charles Dance for one episode. <laughs> He's too too big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Riding that Tywin Lannister train, you know, mm-hmm. the hype train. Yeah. Well, on the up and up, Dave, I got Prince Philip number three. I almost had him at number three because that's a scene, man. That's a scene. I mean, he just comes in. He gets in. He gets out. Good for him. It's, just, that's it's it. a great scene. That's it, and that's all. That's all you need from Prince Phil. And number three, he he made it through. They didn't coo him. It's Wilson. Get out of here. <laughs> Things aren't People still so don't great, like him. But he's, he's a leader. Of what? <laughs> he's working with what he's got. It's true. I mean, he, he I mean he's still in power. We, we in America know about in, inheriting problems from one administration to the next. We do. The man inherited the problems. Wilson's yeah. trying... He's got the queen's ear in a way that many of these other prime ministers have not had, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get cooed. It's, it's fair. Uh, well, number two, I got Queen Elizabeth. Same here. She had the best day of her life, even if it was most depressing. It was. It was. It was the best day she ever had. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's yeah. singing on the plane. <laughs> yeah, she's just tapping her toes and everything. And she gets to flex on um you know, Uncle Dicky there at the end, uh, you know, know your role and shut your mouth. And uh good and for she her. She gets wooed by her husband. How often does that happen for people? Yeah, she like she that? gets gets in a little bit too, so good for her. Number uh, one though. Number one. It's Porchy. It's Porchy. <laughs> he's he's got a new job. <laughs> He, and he gets he gets he a, a month free vacation. <laughs> he gets his free vacation a month away with his best friend Elizabeth, who he's in love with. Oh, That's yeah. great. That's great. He's the he's the Hulk Hogan right now. Yeah, that's if, if that's Phil true. The Randy Savage. He's he he's got lust in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing with <laughs> Porchy out there? It was no, it was nothing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I had to save her, brother. You keep your hands off Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> That's mega powers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Porsche is not a mega power. <laughs> but uh, I, I'd love it though if Porsche came in there and, and just like 
where Phil goes to inspect on the stable without Elizabeth and he just sees Porchy tending to, to these horses <laughs> and he just says you know something maybe I am insane and then just body slams him let's do it flying elbow from Phil onto the Porchy <laughs> I I mean I think we're overdue for a, a boy fight in this in this show I think we're overdue for a fight in this show that's not like red shirts and nobodies like I want to see I want to see Tony Armstrong Jones versus a uh, Old man Tommy LaSalle. Like, do that. Uh, bring it. I'm all in on that. I'm, I'm thirsting for some action on this show. Charles Dance. Get Charles Dance in there to throw some punches. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, he'd, I'm sure he'd whoop up everybody. <laughs> he's, he's got a good right hook, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We saw yeah. How, how evil he could be in Game of Thrones. That man can fight. Mm. Yeah. So that's that episode. Uh, well, I want to talk about what, what else. What else are we watching, Dave? Uh, Let me think. I watched a couple movies. It was Halloween weekend. Did you watch any scary movies? Yeah. I, I mean, I watched uh, several. I watched Eraserhead. Uh, did not think much of it. I know it has a cult following. I just, I thought it was pretty kind of just basic in a lot of ways mm-hmm. for me in terms of just thematically. Uh, the Host from uh, Bong Joon-ho, which was dope. I hadn't seen that one. Uh, and then I watched uh, Anaconda with Jennifer Lopez and John Voight. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie... It's fun. Had you it's seen it before? Fun. No, because I, I I never I've never seen that movie, but I just remember that was kind of like Twister. Like everyone yeah, was it, talking it was hyped. about it. It was very yeah. in the it, the zeitgeist. Dave, you'd like it, man. It's Owen Wilson, John Voight with a cage or no a, a Paraguayan accident accident. I don't know what he's speaking. Ice Cube, good. right? And J Lo. Ice Cube, yeah. It's okay. like an hour and a half. It's it's not it's not even that long. And it's the biggest snake, big snake. Oh, um, good creature feature. Do you watch any scary movies, Dave? Um, I went on HBO and I went to the mm. scary movies feature. Yeah, and th- all of them were like too long. And then I saw Scanners, the the Cronenberg oh. movie, which I had never seen, and I, it was ninety mm. minutes. I was like, okay, let's watch it. Yeah, and it was okay. Okay, there's the, there's right. two really nasty parts that feel like body horror, but the rest of yeah. it is kind of like a dude holding his hand out and like synth music, sort of trying to manipulate. Hmm. You know, and then I watched uh, yeah. the new, I watched Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Sam Sandwich. <laughs> I watched boy. that in the background. It's yeah, it's terrible. I, I mean, it's it's not good. <laughs> it's Sam uh, Sandler. What do you same, The same but organization it, that that puts on the crown in the English game is putting yeah. on Adam Sandler with a magical thermos. It's not as offensively bad as some other Adam Sandler projects. I think that's pretty offensively bad. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Full of, I also full of cameos, watched, though. That is true. Also, in remembrance of Sean Connery, uh, I watched The Rock. Uh, Welcome to The Rock. <laughs> Great movie. Holds I've, up. I've never seen that one either. You would love it. It's on Hulu. Go okay, watch good, it. I gotta, I, I, when you were talking about it, I was like, well, I haven't watched that. I should he, watch I, that. If anyone who has a good right hook, I, I swear to God, up until he died, I bet Sean Connery could have beat us up. That guy always looked like he was ready to fight. Yeah. I also uh, watched... Uh, I was I was trying to look for another short movie on Sunday, and I watched mm-hmm. uh, Swingers, the Vince Vaughn and John Favreau movie. Oh, you hadn't seen that one? Yeah, never seen it. It was on. I, I'm a big it's pretty, Favreau It's a laid back movie. It's yeah. laid back, but it's also very misogynistic. And uh, oh, absolutely. And the end is a little too neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did Favreau direct that? He did. Yeah. It's very. Oh no 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 he didn't no he wrote it Doug Liman directed it yeah but Vince Vaughn is really good and, yeah. Before we lose our listeners, because I'm sure they're tuning out as we just run through everything we watch, I started watching the show uh, Ted Lasso mm-hmm. on Apple TV because my mom recommended it. With you got uh, Apple Sudeikis. TV, I get well. I got my new phone, so I got I get a year free of it. Oh, and I wasn't that interested to watch it, even with my mom recommending it. But I looked at the cast, and then I knew I had to, because a certain Downton actor is on every single episode. Oh boy, who it is. Sedacus and Septimus Spratt what? every episode. <laughs> yeah, bro. bro, man, that is, that's the truth. <laughs> is, it, is Spratt good? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's like a, a loser. <laughs> so he's like Spratt. He's, he, in a lot of ways, yeah. And the, the third lead on the show is the woman who says shame on repeat on Game of Thrones <laughs> for that wow, one scene. okay. That's... Yeah. There you go. I'm really selling you on the show. So Sedacus, it's, it's... Spratt, and the shame woman. Yeah, it's it's low key, it's low key charming. Oh, and how could we forget uh, uh, the Mandalorian is back? Great, it's with, great with Timothy Olyphant so popping up so in episode good. one. It's great, and then also, 
if people have tuned in this long, I think we owe it to them to give them an update on, on Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins. Not not too much this week, right? Just uh, Aaliyah oh. Mysterio, Rey's daughter, might be uh, under the spell of the, the Messiah. Yeah, because he keeps shack- she keeps shacking up with his his uh, former uh, best friend or whatever, or, or former follower. Yeah, and uh, everyone is against it. Even Rey Mysterio is like, you shouldn't be with him, Aaliyah. That you should not be <laughs> with uh, what's his name. Uh, Seth or Buddy Murphy? Buddy, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> you should not be with Buddy Murphy. Uh, and to make a statement, she kisses Buddy Murphy in the middle of the ring as Seth glowingly looks on from far away, knowing he is destroying this family <laughs> single handedly. Is but wearing like a like a Gucci shirt, like like <laughs> yeah. On, it, the whole Ray's, family wears Gucci. They're all they're all decked out. I was in um, <laughs> I was at the gym the other day, and I always watch wrestling documentaries at the gym. Mm-hmm. And I watched. There's one about. Rey Mysterio winning the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and I can't hear him talk for more than thirty seconds without like laughing out loud because he just has this like kind of high pitched voice, but he sounds like he smoked way too many cigarettes in his twenties. Yeah. Oh man, I won the Royal Rumble, man. <laughs> You'll never understand, man. <laughs> you don't know our world. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like a cartoon character. It really, it really does. Um, but that's, that's what's going on at wrestling. That's, that's that. <laughs> And before yeah. before we uh, sign off, we got to say our, we're back on Patreon, and our Star Wars episode is out. It's out. It's officially it out. out. It is been well, Dave, out. Dave, we got to get on top of recording more episodes, man. I mean, we got to do one a month. We don't have. There's no rush. Oh, is it really one a month? That's all we got to do. I don't even know the whole the, the whole rigmarole of this whole thing. Yeah. So if you uh, we'll just break it down real quick. I'll I'll tell you what the rigmarole is. Yeah. One dollar a month, you get into our Lords of Grantham Lounge. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, which is actually like we're getting some some posts from our fans, like starting conversations. I think our Welcome ten it. years of Downton episode started getting our fans in there stirring, and mm-hmm. we're getting some lists from them. We talk uh, some 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 Seth Rollins gets discussed in there. Sure, and we have listeners from around the world. I I uh, reached out to our our friend Estelle, and she wished wished us uh, good luck in this election. So you know we need it once once you're. Once you're in LOG Lounge, you're family. You're you're in. Yeah. So that's one dollar a month gets that. Good for organizing heists. Five dollars a month, you get our entire backlog of bonus episodes as well as one new bonus episode a month. So that's pretty good stuff. That's good content. Yeah. So if you need to look that up, you go to Patreon. Yep, patreon.com slash Lords of Grantham. I believe it's one word. If you can't find it, it's uh, just mm-hmm. go- Google it or we'll put yeah. it somewhere. If you if that's not enough for you and you want to buy merch, tpublic.com Pin tweet slash on our Lords Twitter. Gra- yep. Slash Lords of Grantham. And then you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Facebook. We exist out there. Leave us a five star with with a review on Apple Podcasts if you would be so kind. The holiday season is coming mm-hmm. around, so we might have a giveaway coming your way. Yeah. We gotta find some downy stuff, especially with movie two. Jim Carter might send us a script or something. One day, sometime. All right. We'll catch you next time on the Lord's Grantham Podcast.